You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. So we're entering the last tractate of the Order of Seeds of the Seder of Zerayim. The last tractate, in some funny way, should really be the first tractate because it's Bikurim, it deals with first fruits. Actually, the order of the tractates in the um, in the Seder are not chronological in terms of the way we observe them, but they are, they are actually listed in reverse order of the size of the tractate. So the longest tractates come first. So while chronologically Bikurim perhaps should be first, actually it comes at the end because it's one of the shortest Masechtot. We will see as we go through it that it has only three chapters plus a fourth of extra material that was added perhaps by the Ge'onim. It was perhaps added by the, the, the compilers of the Talmud at a later stage, taken from the Tosefta. So it's one of the shortest chapters of the... Of the oh, actually, one of the shortest chapters of... of it was the shortest tractates of the whole of the Mishnah. And we're going to begin just by looking at the Pesukim, because the Pesukim that we need to understand when we analyse the tractate of Bikurim are really quite extensive, and they have important implications for how the Mishnah plays out. And what I hope we can do today, certainly, is just to understand and appreciate the Pesukim by themselves. We might look at the first Mishnah or two, but if minimally we're able just to cover cover the Pesukim, then that will really give us a good framework for looking at the Mishnayot in coming days. And I have brought you these Pesukim more or less in more or less in the order in which they appear in Tanakh. And we're going to start off in the Sedra of Mishpatim, which ends with a list of all of the festivals. Shalosh Rogalim Tachoglish Bashana. There are three foot festivals. And the Psukim then go through the festivals in the chronological order through the year. So the first one is Chagamotzot, the the um, uh, the feast of unleavened bread, the feast of Pesach. And then the second one, the second one after Pesach is Vechag Hakatsir Bikurei Masecha, the feast of the harvest of the first fruits of your work. What you sow in the fields. We're going to learn later on that, that what, what you sow, you, we only bring Bikurim from what we sow in the fields. So the Mishnah is going to reflect the Pesukim. Why, how do we know that um, the first fruits are associated with, what is the Feast of the Harvest anyway? It's after Pesach. And we'll see if we read on through the rest of the the rest of the pasuk. Vechag asif petzeta shana. There's chagakatsir after Pesach, and there's chag asif petzeta shana, the feast of ingathering at the end of the year. That is Sukkot. So this festival, chagakatsir, the feast of the harvest. This is the one between Pesach and Sukkot. This is Shavuot. So the Bikurim are going to be associated with Shavuot. And we see this, if you don't mind my jumping forward a little bit, in um, 
in the in Sefer B'midbar as well. So now we are in the Pasha of Pinchas. Again, a listing of all the festivals. And we read, On the day of the first fruits, we're into Bikurim. On the first fruits, when we bring Mincha Chadasha Lashem, we bring an offering of new grain on our Feast of Weeks. The new grain, in other words, the first offering of the new crop of wheat, which we're going we're gonna to harvest in the spring, right? The rain's going to fall in the winter. The rain stops in the spring. We're going to harvest the wheat. This is winter wheat because we're in the land of Israel. We're going to bring that. We're going to bring that on the Feast of Wheat, on the Feast of Weeks, on Shavuot. And just going back to Mishpatim, uh, a few Pesukim later from the Pesukim we looked at, Reish, at the end of the very, very end of the Parsha, Reshit Bikurei Admatacha, the, the first of the first fruits, the best of the first fruits. Tavi Beit Hashem Elohecha, you shall bring to the house of God. So we bring the first fruits, we bring the best of the first fruits. They belong, by the way, to the Kohanim. We've learned these Psukim, by the way, from the Parsh of Korach. Remember, the Parsh of Korach is, um, is a Parsh of danger, really. The priests protect the people of Israel from the danger of death from the sanctuary, and in return they get the first fruits as well as the other offerings. Moshe to Aaron says to Aaron, the first fruits of everything in their land that they bring shall be yours. The children of Aaron get the first fruits. Anyone who's pure in your house can eat them. So again, as we go through the Mishnah, we're going to see that you need to eat these in a state of purity and they need to be kept in a state of purity. And then finally, and this is really the big deal, about the Bikurim. The finally, finally, now we're going to jump into Devarim. So we're going to fast forward, if you like, 40 years later to the generation that went into the land rather than the generation that left Egypt. And the generation that enters the land is told that when they bring the first fruits, they have to make a declaration. This is what they're told to do when they come into the land. It's the beginning of the Pasha of Kitavo. It happens, it shall happen when you come into the land. Which he gives you as an inheritance. And you possess it and you dwell in it. And then, you shall take the first of all the fruit of the earth. So this, this ritual is described in the Pasha of Kitavo, and it's described in great detail. We're going to take the first fruits, and we're going to put them in a basket. I'm going to go up to the place. We're going to go up to Jerusalem. And when we get to Jerusalem, we're going to go to the Kohen, we're going to go to the priest that shall be there in those days, and we're going to make a declaration. We're going to learn in the Mishnah of Sota. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast. We're going to learn 
we're going to learn in the Mishnah Sota that this declaration has to be recited in Hebrew. This is a real, um, it, it's, a, it's a big deal, this declaration. It's actually one of the few declarations, the few, you could call it a tefillah, it's one of the few tefillot which are actually articulated in Torah, which are in, articulated in Tanakh. So we make this declaration. It's actually the declaration that is, is at the center of the Haggadah. So we go to the Kohen and we say, I declare to God, I've come into the land which God swore to give to us. And the priest takes the basket and then the bringer of the fruit says, My father was a wandering Aramean. It's as if to say, look, I'm in the land now, but I am an an immigrant. My father was an immigrant. My father was a wandering Aramean. He went down to Egypt and he sojourned there and he became a great nation and we had trouble. And then this is, of course, we're familiar with this from the Haggadah. And, you know, this is our national story. We retell our national story as immigrants, as people who escape from Egypt as slaves, when we bring the Bikurim. And the Mishnah is then going to think about, well, who is obliged to bring and who is obliged to recite? Yesh in Bikurim, Vekurim. There are some who bring and read. That is, who bring and recite. There are some, in Velokorin, some people who bring but do not recite. The Yesha Einan Mavin, and there are some people who don't have to bring at all. That is the introduction to the first Mishnah in Bikurim. I think we've probably got as far as we can today, but you see already the pattern of how the Mishnah is going to develop against the Sukim that we've learned. And then in the next couple of days, we'll lay out the rest of the pattern and we'll relate back to those psukim. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict.